It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre, and it's the new year. It's the first episode of a beautiful new year, Darsh. And 2021 is what I think of when I think of dreamboats, if you know what I mean. Oh, for sure, because everything's coming up scones this year. I can feel it. I can feel it. Scones hasn't stubbed a toe yet. He hasn't broken a bone this year. 2020, not my year. I don't know what everyone else, if everyone else had a good year. Uh, I can't think of any reason. I think most people had a, had the, yeah, I think it's the best year people have had probably. So it's going to be hard to top, but dude, 2021 is like when you're in like school and you're presenting projects and the kid before you is the kid who like didn't have anything. And you're like, hell yeah, it's going to be great. (laughs) I don't, I don't, you know, even if I have like a D level presentation it's it's gonna look like an a because of that dumb dumb 2020 is the first half of senior year of high school where you gotta like figure out like what you're doing (laughs) and like college applications or like you gotta worry about your grades and then 2021 is gonna be that second half baby where you're just riding you're just going to patties now i know i know a lot of people are wondering why we're making so much high school references and that's because me and scones have both re-enlisted into our local high schools re-enlisted Re is the word? Oh yeah, we're doing a spooky version of Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> yeah, it's called Twenty One uh, Spooky Street. The fucked up part oh, is, uh, I might be able to pass for a student. You might be able to pass for maybe a teacher, <laughs> maybe a janitor. I could be a janitor. Ooh, I like it. I'd be like, where'd you throw up, brother? <laughs> and I'd be like, everywhere, baby, because I'm cool and I totally party. <laughs> like sawdust time. Is that wait? Did you hear Jenner use sawdust? Yeah, you didn't use sawdust <laughs> or like wood chips. Not to mind, not to clean up throw up. What do you mean? That's what you do. You throw like like wood chips and sawdust and shit on the on the throw up to to. to absorb I guess it. I didn't really see my high school. What, did your janitor take a straw and just go to town? What I guess I mean? didn't really see my janitorial staff like cleaning up throw up a lot, but I definitely never saw wood chips getting yeeted onto the ground. Oh no, there was a lot of chippies in my in my vomit. A lot of chippy yeeties in a, your vomps. There's some C C VDs in my yams. Um, Shout out to yams, guys. Welcome, welcome to Monday Morning Cop. For a new year, new me. It's new year, new us. 2021. The podcast where we talk about spooky, creepy, creepy, spooky stuff. Yep, and it's our uh, uh, what's what's our uh, our New Year's resolution. Oh, my New Year's resolution is to be three times as spooky. Ooh, I was going to say four times, but I don't think I want to set it unrealistically. That is a tough, it's a tough mark to hit. Last year, I wanted to be doubly spooky, and I think we can all agree that I nailed it. So this year, I'm trying to triple that spook meter up there. Yeah, 2020 was by far the most macabre year on record, besides like that year, like 576 or whatever, where everything actually went wrong. Yeah, but like... Come on. Come on. Who cares? My frame of reference isn't that big. Scones <laughs> <laughs> is hey. uh, the macabarista today, everybody. He's bringing, bringing in the new year with a spooky tale. Ooh, I'm going to bring you a couple of spooky tales, actually, from China. <laughs> oh, he said China with a real serious tone. I did. Um, what does Michael Scott say? So, China on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going uh, to go over the Great Wall. As they say. We will, to the country that has by far the most people on the planet. So chances are, statistically, true. someone most listening to this. things happen there. <laughs> also true. Highest highest percentage of macabre happenings, I would assume, would be in China. Listen, I'm not a stats guy, but according to my stats, that is it. <laughs> according to my calculations. 
All right, so I'm going to give you a couple of stories. The first one is Band of Brothers. First one is Band- in. <laughs> First one is the entire HBO series Band of Brothers. from 2001, Band of Brothers. Little do people know the entire series was shot in China. <laughs> That's not true. All right, is the band done playing? Uh, sure. All right. Yep. <laughs> um, so the first one is the story of Beijing's legendary ghost bus. Ghost bus? Ghost bus. Like, you know, Not in like bust. Totoro, uh, where the cat oh, bus comes? yep, yep, yep. It's like that, but instead of a cat, it's a ghost. It's a g- 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 ghost. Uh, is the bus itself a ghost? So it's like, it's like a ghost ship where the entire vessel is a ghost, or is there like a ghost driver of a bus, or what's well, the deal? Let, the let, let's get into it. We're reading from that'smags.com. I don't know. That's so raven. Yeah, I don't know anything about this website. If someone's going to be like, "Wow, that website was created by like evil dark wizard," so I'm going to be like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. We didn't know." All right. It's created by the guy who invented the little the six-pack plastic that kills turtles. This story is often called the last bus to Fragrant Hills. Ooh. There are many variations of the story, but we have chosen to stick with the most common incarnation. Oh, shoot. November 14th, 1995. A dark night, impossibly stormy night. Who knows? A young man <laughs> boarded the last <laughs> bus headed to Beijing's Fragrant Hills, located in the Haidan District. That doesn't tell you if the hills smell good or bad. Nope. They're just <laughs> fragrant. It's like, oh, it's a, it's just a dump. It's a landfill. Could be. Fragrant hills. Shortly after the man boarded the Route 302 bus, two men tried to wave the bus down. According to 2013 Global Times article written by Wang Yu, a college student from Haidan District at the time, the bus driver was initially reluctant to pick the men up because they weren't waiting at the bus stop. If you're not at the bus stop, he's not going to pick you up, listener. Hey. Hey, be at the, <laughs> be at the, be at the stop. Read a book. <laughs> hey, listen to what he said. Huh? What was the last thing Scones just said? If you got it wrong, pause this now. You don't deserve to listen to the rest. However, the driver decided to stop after the conductor reminded him that it was the last bus. Aw, oh, good guy bus driver. Last boss? It's the last bus of the night. So they were like, come on, oh, stop yeah, yeah. for him. They aren't going to have another bus to get on. Hey, come on. Once the mysterious roadside uh, men were on board, passengers were surprised to see they were wearing some pretty badass, according to the writer, King <laughs> King Dynasty robes. The King Dynasty was from 1644 to 1911. Hell of a dynasty. The, hey, good good year. I mean, I mean Lakers that's like, and then the Kings. <laughs> 1644 to 1911 is a long time. Yeah, longer than this podcast, that's for sure. And instead of two men, it was actually three men, one with long, messy hair, being supported by the two roadside creepers. Ooh. As the story goes, the men's faces were much whiter than a normal person's, and they didn't interact with any of the passengers on the bus. (laughs) That is what people say about me all the time. They're like, that guy's face (laughs) is much whiter than a normal person's, and I am not talking to him (laughs) when he's next to me on the bus. That man is a ghost. Nope, just an Irish male. <laughs> who works inside. Naturally, <laughs> commuters were a bit uneasy with the whole situation, but the conductor cooled things over by telling them that they were likely actors who had no time to change co- who had fuck? no time to change their costumes <laughs> before leaving work. Wait, that's such an insane like stance to take. If I see two dudes 
like with guns, I'm not gonna be like, oh, they're just reenactors. I'm guessing he thought, you know, they're just actors who, uh, because of the the dro- like the wardrobe, and then also the maybe he thought the white faces were some kind of makeup for acting. I don't know. What a what a crazy way to go through life. Slowly, just assume <laughs> slowly the but yeah, assume everyone's actors. This is the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slowly the bus began to empty of passengers until only an old lady and a young man remained inside with the mystery men all was quiet the duality of humanity <laughs> all was quiet until the old woman abruptly accused the man of stealing her wallet a claim that resulted in an intense argument the quarrel was resolved when the old lady <laughs> insisted the pair get off the bus and go to the nearest police station okay once off the bus the young man grew enraged with the old woman realizing he had just got off the bus the last bus and that there was no police station in sight according to the global times story Mm -hmm. fortunately for the young man the elderly woman picked up on something he had missed the three-row men did not have legs and by default how did nobody notice hey you got to be an experienced old lady to notice that kind of thing and (laughs) well they were wearing robes and by default these men must have been ghosts the wind by, de- by default. By default. <laughs> and the wind coming in from the window raised their robes, and I saw they didn't have feet, the old lady told the man. The story never does divulge much about what happened to the pair after leaving the bus. But if what happens next is true, then the young man owes his life to the old woman. Oh. The following morning, the, bus the 302 bus was reported missing, and according to some variations of the story, Ooh. it would be three days until it was found. Where was it found, Scones? Tell me. I gotta know. I'm Jones in the night. All right, hold on. Let's let it uh, simmer on some silence to build anticipation. The bus was eventually recovered <laughs> in a reservoir, miles from its final destination oh. at Fragrant Hills, and inside it were three heavily decomposed bodies. The driver, the conductor, and the one identified body with lengthy, unkempt Ooh. hair. So it's the guy that the, dr- the ghosts dragged onto the bus. Yep, yep, yep. Shit. Also, fancy-ass Fragrant Hills, dude. They got a bus with a driver and a conductor. It's my favorite Final Destination movie is Final Destination Fragrant Hills. It's beautiful. In some versions of this tale, police found that the gas tank was filled with blood instead of petroleum. (laughs) Oh, that's way good. Wait, I like this version so much better. According to Atrocitus, an online paranormal and horror blog, there are a number of mysteries that surround the case, including the fact that the bus... Atrocitus is a sick... It sure is, and he's an awesome bad guy in DC Comics, but we don't have time to get into that. Including the fact the bus didn't have enough petrol to get to the reservoir and that the bodies were too heavily decomposed for the relatively short time they were missing. So we got some kind of hmm. we got some kind of time continuum stuff ah, going on. By default. Much like in DC Comics, but we don't have time to get into that. <laughs> the blog also <laughs> claims that police officers scoured the security footage, retrieved the cameras from around the reservoir, and found nothing out of the ordinary. As stated at numerous okay. points throughout this article, the story is an urban legend. And as such, there's a lot of variations in its telling. Below are some of the deviations we came across while researching the story. One, an alternate version of the story substitutes the three phantom men for a murderous female ghost in a red dress. Spooky. That's sick. The bus? That reminds me of, I feel like Japan has a lot of murderous uh, female ghosts. Yeah, so does America, too. Especially the Northeast. We, I feel like, have a bunch. Yeah, like my wife. My ex-girlfriend. My ex-girlfriend, my ex-wife, my, my in-laws, wife, my future wife, <laughs> fucking bank teller who wouldn't let me deposit my check God, today. I wish we were actually like that. <laughs> we, would, I think people would like us so We'd much We'd rule more. the school. 
<laughs> We'd be the coolest high schoolers around. Vomit on me. Another variation is the bus numbers vary greatly. Commonly cited routes are 302, 330, and 375. That's not that spooky. In some versions... All of them add up to 666. And then in other versions, it's like an old man. And then some variations claim the bus was never found. Ooh. And that is the story of Beijing's legendary bu- uh, ghost bus. Beijing's ghost bus. It's not bus. really a ghost bus. It's more like bus ghosts. But who are we to talk? Hey... Who are we, who are we to, to talk determine? into a mic and you uh, listen? Who are we to talk into a microphone and then post it online for anyone to listen to? Ghost bus is sweet. I like the blood tank the best. Me too. The end. We like blood <laughs> tanks. Duh, 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 duh. Okay, next we have the eerie case yes, of yes, Hong Kong's yes. Hello Kitty murder. Um, dude, I'm, sh- we're shutting it down after this episode. I love it. <laughs> it's over. I'm, I'm, we found it. I'm in. We cannot follow this. To properly start this story, we'll turn the clock back to May 1999, when a 13-year-old girl went to Hong Kong police to complain that a woman her boyfriend helped kill was haunting her. What an insane story to get from a girl. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 whoa. So we got a third... First of all, wasn't the last ghost story also in 1999? <gasps> no, no, the last one was 1995. The 90s were a spooky time in China. Spooky time. Although this is Hong Kong, but we don't have time to get into that. <laughs> but that's DC Comics, so we don't have time to get into it. <laughs> May 1999, when a 13-year-old girl went to Hong Kong police to complain that a, a woman her boyfriend helped kill was haunting her. Okay. So, first of all, let's... 13-year-old girl... Her thir- Is her boyfriend 13? I don't know. She described to police a 23-year-old woman was being tortured mercilessly while she was bound in a, uh, with electrical wire and unable to escape. Jesus. After some convincing, police searched a third floor flat on Granville Road 31, which turned up some chilling evidence. Namely, a large Hello Kitty doll stuffed with a woman's head. <gasps> oh. The victim of this Is heinous this like crime a <laughs> was a 23-year-old nightclub hostess named, uh, forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, Fan Man Yi, Shit. who was abducted after she allegedly failed to repay an HKD 20,000 debt. Oh, no. 20,000 Hong Kong dollars. I'm assuming that stands for debt. Hong Kong dollars. I don't know why it's presented There's as no HKD. There's no way it's called Hong Kong dollars. No, probably not. Is that really? But I don't know why it's presented as HKD 20,000. I'm going to look this. Oh, my God. It is Hong Kong dollars. I mean, it makes sense since it was like occupied by the British for so long. Why it would be like a Western name. I was going to say. And brought a lot of heroin but we don't have time to get into that that's dc comics <laughs> that's my favorite comics is the opium wars <laughs> <It's> the w- <laughs> yeah the justice league's extra member <laughs> cat yeah captain brayton had a lot to explain for although that's marvel but Op- we don't have time to get into that <laughs> fawn had been missing for roughly a year according to various media reports from the time miss fawn was held captive for more than a month oh. during which time she was tortured daily until she died once dead, the men chopped her body into little pieces and disposed of it with the garbage. Some versions of this story claim the men also skinned and boiled her, but this is difficult to what confirm. What the fuck? Her severed head was sewn inside a Hello Kitty doll. I don't, we already said that. That's let's repeat it again. Why would you? Why? Why would you do that though? Because you're a sick psycho. Like, I get that you're a psychopath, but, like, every time you look at that doll, I'm going to be like, oh, her dead eyes are going to be staring at me. I don't like this. Uh, like I a doll's eyes. I don't. That's from Jaws, but we don't have time to get into that now. 
In the months following a murder, images of a shadowy female form lurking near Granville Road 31 apartment were captured on various CCTV cameras from nearby buildings. That's cool. In some cases, the ghostly woman was spotted inside stores on the ground floor of the apartment long after closing time. That's scary. Residents in the apartment also reported unnerving sounds and even unexplainable ghostly flames, which eventually led to everyone moving out of the building. <laughs> the building sat virtually empty until it was demolished in 2012. Three men convicted for the murder were sentenced to life in prison for their crimes and won't be eligible for parole until 2020. Hey, New Year. 2020. Happy New Year, guys. Those guys might be on the loose. <laughs> Because somehow you can get parole for boiling and skinning someone. And, st- and stitching their head. Oh, my God. Maybe they're the three guys who went on the bus. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Again, if I had the foresight or skill to tie all my stories together. Boy, would that be boy, something Boy, would cool. you listeners get a lot more bang for your buck. <laughs> Our last story is about China's phantom ruler and the ancient cult he created. China's Phantom Menace. So we got a phantom ruler in an ancient cult, kind of like the League of Shadows from DC Comics, but we don't have time to get into that <laughs> now. <laughs> I love, I like, hey, I like phantoms and cults. Let's get into it. <laughs> this edition of Tales from the Chinese Crypt will explore the strange. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, good for you. It's guy. called the Cult of Zhang Ziwen. I don't know if I pronounced that okay. right. J J I A N G Jang. Yep. Z I W E N. Z Wen? Z Wen? Who knows? Uh not me. Isn't Z I like an S? I don't oh, know. Oh, Swen? I don't know. It could be. My high school wasn't cool enough to offer Chinese. Sorry. Sorry but maybe is it Mandarin? Oh. Is it Cantonese? Who Dude, knows? when we go back to high school, we should we should do that. Oh, you're right. I'm going to take Chinese and uh, uh, gym class. I'm going to take sewing. Actually, I'm not going to take <laughs> sewing. Now that I think about it, that uh, Hello Kitty thing kind of ruined sewing for me. Did you have a? Uh, did you have um, home ec? Oh, yeah. I cooked monkey bread up the wazoo. Are you kidding me? I don't know what monkey bread oh. is, but we did not have home ec. And I never got to bake anything in school, and I was really bummed Dude, about it. if you're it. a listener and you have uh, want something delicious, look up monkey bread. It's super easy to make, and it's delicious. Let's get back to... Zhang, Zhang Ziwen, or Swen, again, that's going to be horrible the entire time, uh, was a tyrannical yep. and arrogant leader. Just call him Zhang. Yeah, we'll call him Zhang. We're on a first name basis with this horrible man. He was a tyrannical and arrogant <laughs> leader who ruled over Moling County, now modern day Nanjing. During the Eastern... Hum- oh, I love Nanjing. Oh, I know Nanjing because... Uh, oh, wait. Nan- no, never mind. Hold on. That's Nanjing. Yep. I was going to say, I, I had to write a paper on that. <laughs> Wade, but we don't have time for but that. We don't have time for that. During the Eastern Han Dynasty, his death came prematurely following a violent encounter with a group of marauding bandits. Dude, I can't tell you how happy I am that bandits are not commonplace nowadays. Yeah, that's true. Like, my wagon has never been stopped in the road once. Yeah, I have to worry about, like, oh, I guess we're, like, fucking showing our privilege that we don't live in an area with bandits, but. I guess that's also true. But at the same time, it's like. Honestly, I might trade bandits for student loan payments. Ooh, that sounds like a fair deal. Vote now. Bandits There's or the student real bandits. loan payments? They're both bandits in my mind. Baby. Hey, but we don't have time to get into that now. <laughs> Aside from declarations of Jang's brutal nature, noted in numerous online sources, 
Not much additional information seems available to expand upon his ruthless rule. Ruthless rule. I don't like that. Ruthless rule. Ruthless rule. Ruthless rule. Ruthless rule. The most telling is a Wikipedia entry on Zhang that claims the ruler developed a deep adoration for wine and women during his time. Ayo. Although his article boasts only one citation and is thus difficult to rely on. All right. But who among us didn't know that guy in college that developed a deep adoration for <laughs> wine and women during that time? We all know a Jang. The story of Jang becomes most interesting after his death, which local legends claim was a restless one. <gasps> Legend has it that after his death, a phantom Jang returned to haunt Moling <laughs> County, looking to recoup the power he had so greatly cherished in his life. Hmm. Phantom Jang. That's... That's a rare Jang. It's definitely spookier than live Jang. Yeah, definitely spookier than standard Jang. Not as not quite as spooky as a shiny Phantom Okay, Jang. who's your favorite Jang? We got tyrannical and arrogant leader Jang. We got <laughs> wine and women Jang. I like, I was going to say, I like Playboy Jang. Uh, we got Phantom Jang, and then, uh, well, we'll see. We got Jenga. Ooh, Jenga, fun game, but we don't have time to get into that now. The ghost... <laughs> <laughs> The ghost allegedly ordered Moling's inhabitants to worship him as the Tootie, or deity, of the area. Tootie! He was like, make me your god. This is a demand that appears. And they're like, you're a fucking ghost speaking to me, so yeah, <laughs> yeah you got I, it, buddy. My entire outlook <laughs> yeah, on religion like, has changed from this experience. This yep. <laughs> was a demand that appears to have been met according to, oh my god, I don't know how to say that. Tekija. Tekija? T? T-E-K-I-J. A with an umlaut above it, T. According to Tekijat's Richard von Gans, the sinister way, the divine and demonic in Chinese religious culture. Hmm. So basically he was like, hey, make me your god. And they're like, all right, let's get this cult cooking. And they got a cult cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Although right, the nice. cult of Zhang Ziwen has relatively little scholarly attention, researchers believe the area around Mount Zhang, also known as Mount Zhang, <gasps> <gasps> East of Nanjing was the epicenter of the cult during the six dynasties period from the third to sixth centuries. Nice. Oh, so this is old. Yes, yeah, old. This is before seventeen seventy six. So I don't know about it, baby. <laughs> um. <laughs> or when was Boston founded? Sixteen twenty. Sixty nine four twenty. My the year Boston. That's was what founded, Mark Wahlberg baby. will tell you if you ask him what year it was founded. <laughs> Archaeological evidence discovered in the Nanking area in the early 1930s in the form of shrine ruins and two stone tablets seems to support the cult claims. In fact, all the sources we accessed in writing this story agreed the Zhang cult did in fact exist, whereas disagreements arise over how widespread and influential the group actually was. According to some scholars, Zhang was never an official tutti. Tutti. He was simply a very powerful and influential unofficial Tootie. <laughs> Did imagine being a powerful and influential Rudy Tabuti? Dude, I wish I was an official Tootie. Others suggest his influence stretched far beyond the confines of Jiangsu province, possibly reaching as far as southern China. Mm. In 1948, I have no geographical reference, so I'm just going to take this guy's word for it. Yeah, no, that sounds right. I love that part of In China. 1948, Miyakawa... Hisayuki published jeez oh Rikucho <laughs> <laughs> This is just a fun scones attempts to speak words 
episode. He published Rikucho Shukiyoshi, in which he claims Zhang became a war god for emperors and warriors in the southern reaches of the Middle Kingdom. He claimed the cult spread okay. south due to frequent wars taking place between the northern and southern portions of the country. Regardless of the range of the Zhang-based faith, there is little doubt the tyrant received considerable attention in death, arguably far more so than in life. Returning as a ghost hmm. often has that effect. <laughs> Dude, I hope I come back as a ghost. I really hope ghosts are real because I got a lot of spooky ideas. And uh, then the then the author of this article goes on to say how he wishes it was the plot in an Indiana Jones film. So I don't know what he's talking about there. Dude, this guy sounds cool as fuck. But basically, this super influential religious group came because they were like, hey, that guy who was an asshole, he's also a ghost and an asshole, so now he's we a worship ghost. him. <laughs> and those are the stories that I brought you today. Darce, which was your favorite one? Um, I like the one with the sewing of the head into the body of the uh the You would, you That's sicko. That's fucking dark and spooky. Yeah, it's pretty metal. I think I like the ghost bus if the blood is in the tank. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's like... That puts the spice that's on like the That's like the bow on the on the whole thing where it's like you're at the you're at the campfire and you're like, and in the tank was blood. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, they say that- <laughs> take it back. No. Stop it. Stop telling me these stories no like that and they say that tank still haunts these woods (laughs) and if you listen closely on a dark fall night you'll hear the screams of the tank as it descends into do you think hello kitty had to do like uh a like island adventure based off of it (laughs) (laughs) now open your own head (laughs) inside is another head yeah, I don't think Hello Kitty had to respond, no. <laughs> no, and I'm also mad about how short the parole is. Yeah, that's... If you cut someone into tiny pieces and throw them in the trash, you should get. You should not leave prison. No, you should probably die in prison. Yeah. That's like... Didn't, wasn't, there, wasn't there another thing where, like, the max sentence... There was another story we did. The max sentence was, like, 10 years or something. So you could just do the most heinous shit. Yeah, no, that shit. was... Um, that was uh pedro alonzo lopez oh the monster of the andes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sure, yeah sure. that's the one sure yeah no yeah he was the guy who like got out of prison like eight times and just kept murdering people and they're like well maybe this time he'll be different and it's like no once you murder somebody you're uh you're not on my list of people i'd hang out with i'll tell you that much yeah i mean neither well well another you know what they say <laughs> You know what they say, 2020 is is dead and in the books. Thank God. 2020 dead and gone, 2021 dead and gone. Dead and gone. Starting off with a bang. Do you think there's going to be a cult started by the ghost of 2020? Oh. It'll just be like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> and his like weird sweaty his, like hair dye or whatever. Yeah, his like head sweat. <laughs> but we don't have time to get into that I, Honestly... Now. If you t- if you told me Rudy Giuliani was a fucking ghost, I'd be like, I the signs were there. <laughs> I should have been able to piece that together. Dude's just farting and like melting. Like, <laughs> I think he's a snowman. Like, yeah, that's true. Snowmen love to fart. They should do <laughs> the ones I build anyway. <laughs> well, 
that's uh that's just today's Monday morning McCarthy. Yeah, thanks episode. for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Follow us on our Instagram, Twitter, the website has all the links. Uh, it's Monday morning macabre.com. Yeah, send us a uh, send us what you want to hear. Send us your favorite things. Tell us your spooky stories. Yeah. Buy some merch. Send merch to a friend. If you got the uh if you're a Patreon subscriber and you asked for your t-shirt, it should have arrived either by now or shortly. And hopefully you, you you look at it and go, hey, this was pretty cool. And we hope everyone has a great new year. And 2021 and is looking up for the uh, the old listeners of Monday Morning Cub. Baby, have a good have Monday. A good Monday. Bye. Bye.